Welcome. This is the Get Started Podcast by Yen De Felipe. Get Started is all about your business and personal growth as a small business owner. Join Yen as she interviews entrepreneurs on their humble beginnings, how they got over the pains of starting a business, and be inspired by their stories. This is the Get Started Podcast, where we say yes to getting started and a bigger, louder yes to actually winning the race. And now, on to the show. Hi there, I'm Yen, and this is Get Started. Get Started is a discussion space for people who are interested in entrepreneurship, productivity, growth, technology, and everything that comes in between. At the start of every year, most of us are really guilty of making a promise that we will get back to fitness and lose all those excess weight we gained during the holiday binge eating. I am guilty for one. As for me, I have tried a lot of fitness programs for the past 10 years. I've tried plyometric, boxing, CrossFit, and uh, many others. And that is how I actually met our guest for this episode. So for this episode, it's entitled Fitness is My Business. I'm going to interview my former coach, Definitely one of the most reputable fitness coaches in Iloilo, if I may say. We will talk about fitness, a little bit of it, but most of the time we'll be talking about the business side of things. So let me introduce the founder of Storm Fitness Club, Coach Nike Hokaban. Hi, Coach. Hello. Hi. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for saying yes to my invitation. I know you are also very busy because you're very hands-on. It's a business. No? Yes. Thanks Thank you, Coach. Yeah, you were actually one of the initial topics that I really wanted to tackle because most of the people here, we go to the gym, we just want to exercise, and that's it. We're yeah. not really concerned on the business side. You know, no. Most yes. people are not really concerned how the business is going, how it started. But for me here, especially for the Get Started show, it's really um, digging deeper, a little deeper on how a business started. And eventually, you know, with the stories that you can, you can share with us, this would probably inspire more fitness entrepreneurs in the future, right? Hopefully. So let me just dive into my first question, Coach. All right. All right. Let's go. I actually don't know the, the, the story behind how you started in this industry. So that's my first question. Could you tell us how you started in this profession and this business eventually? Well, it all actually began when I had two students of mine, just actually not students, they were just friends of mine. Mm -hmm. They were actually Irene and uh, Rich Lilia. So they were like friends of mine asking help for how to run, you know, during Sundays. And then, yeah, we were having this session every weekend or every Sunday at Sports Complex. Mm-hmm. And then I, I forgot what month was that, but the Yolanda, the Baguio Yolanda, mm-hmm. it happened. So after the typhoon, those friends of mine were like thinking like, what ways can we do to like help those indigenous peoples in Barota? Because they were the ones who actually knew a friend from Barota who haven't uh, received any form of help from the LGUs in those areas. So it's a very small sitio in that area where in like, there's this community of Ati, you know, Ati in there, who are really, really having a hard time, like trying to recover from that calamity. So we started this weight loss for a cause 
in sports complex. So I think that was like the the first time you were there to attend my class. Yeah, I actually met you through that program of Rich. But before that, getting into like fitness for a cause, were you involved in fitness already? Yeah, actually I was already involved because I had a friend of mine and he's one of the reasons why I've started this company and I'm so into coaching people and uh, Mm -hmm. he was the one who actually pushed me to go back into fitness and to make the long story short, this friend of mine, his name is Ray Divinagrasha, he mm-hmm. died because of cancer while his wife was pregnant. And during that time when his wife was pregnant, the baby died and I was able to meet Ray before he passed away because he migrated to Canada. So he, Ray was a student of mine also in running. So mm-hmm. there was this point in my life where like, I was like very, very down. And Ray was the one who like reminded me of the gifts that I have, like how I helped Mm -hmm. him run and he became an Ironman athlete in Canada. And then, yeah, he became one in Canada. So from me coaching him how to run a three kilometer fun run here in Ilhido City. (laughs) Yeah, it started from from that because Ilhido City was like well known to Philippines as the fun run capital city of the Philippines. During that time, I was like, yeah, I, I remember that every weekend, every Saturday was like fun run, a fun right? run so, in the city. So it, it started from there because back when I was in college, I was very, very active, I was very athletic. I was mm-hmm. into like swimming and taekwondo and other stuffs. So, mm-hmm. so C. Ray was like one of my first students whom like, he's my friend mm-hmm. and uh, my partner in sales when you were in distribution. So I was, I was an oh, interest okay. yet. So I, I was the one who coached him and basically that happened. And then to those two, my friends, Rich and Irene. So everything mm-hmm. was like, you know, pieces of, of everything. Yeah. And, so it was like also timely that uh, you have these people who pushed you that you have this gift and talent in fitness. Why don't you go back right. to it? Right. Yeah. But when you were coaching, how was the transition from being a a fitness coach, just merely focusing on your students to becoming an entrepreneur? Because I know, right. I know for a fact, it's, it's a challenging feat. It's like juggling too many roles or, you know, juggling too many tasks at the same time. So right. how was the transition coach that time? So it was like before I was into really, really coaching, seriously coaching mm-hmm. people. I was into network marketing. So that industry helped me like it opened my mind on how money works, like different types of people who earn money and especially sales and marketing. So I was very much oriented with the business part, being as an entrepreneur before I became mm-hmm. a coach. So mm-hmm. it was, how do I say? Parang like coming in before as a coaching people into fitness, I was like a bit of a kind of like equipped, so to mm-hmm. speak. So you yeah. already had that entrepreneurial mindset Yes, because I was like into selling vitamins, soaps, uh, um, Uh good paste. I was like into that and then building people, building a team. Mm -hmm. And it so happened you are also in the fitness industry. It somehow gelled with your, probably with the supplements or the... the, Yes. But I mean, how was it like from just coaching Mm -hmm. on a personal level? And right. managing managing a gym, like when right. Form Fitness came in, how did you transition to, you know, having a box of your own yeah. and things with a lot of 
challenges probably came into managing the business side? It's more like it wasn't that big of a difference in running a gym because mm-hmm. it's more like really understanding and, and learning how to deal with people mm-hmm. and especially yourself in terms mm-hmm. of like what are the things that you need to learn first. So you have to start with your own personal skill set and mm-hmm. then hiring the right type of people, involving the right type of people in your business or, or mm-hmm. like hobby. So the crucial part there is actually creating the team. Mm-hmm. The team first. Yeah, that's the very, very crucial part because everything that I have or I have in here, I have to duplicate it to them. So yeah. the, the only challenging part there is actually how do you get to manage and mold them especially in terms of behavior and attitude because i have this like eight to eleven coaches and you know Mm -hmm. some of them they don't you know go hand in hand with each other's because of the uh, different types of behavior so it's quite challenging so it was actually more on managing my team Mm -hmm. because i do believe from the very beginning it depends on how good your team is in building. Yeah. I was like investing much of my time and energy talking, like being repetitive, you know, <laughs> sometimes like I would sound like a serang plaka just to like remind them and that. So even though I've paid something to learn this way, I would uh, share to them for free because uh, mm. the goal is basically to duplicate myself. You know. Yeah. I really agree to that. I mean, as a business owner myself, it's always the human resource that really eats up a lot of your energy and i think it's really worth to invest on your people because they're your greatest asset i mean you can have the most modern gym equipment but you know the worst coaches i've been i've been gym hopping for for 10 years and i would really know which box or which gym has really good coaches you know even if they don't have the the most uh, fancy looking equipment but if you have really good coaches i think um that's really the the edge you can have no yeah yes, that's good for coach for en- emphasizing on that i think a lot of uh, people in this kind of business especially those who don't understand it that right. much yeah. they they really invest a lot on equipment not so much on people yes so very much when you started storm fitness did you have at one point like an apprehension or parang did you have fear man i will just go back to doing things yes it was a time when like i had my international license in coaching so when when i when i was able to acquire that license and since it was an international license so my name was in a, a kind of a rooster for international coaches. Mm-hmm. So I was hired by a U.S. Army base in Middle East to coach there. It made me think if I should grab that opportunity or maybe start from scratch in here. So it was like, you know, it was really, really challenging for me to decide because, you know, the mm-hmm. pay was honestly was really good and everything mm-hmm. was like, you know, so it made me think like, why am I doing this in the first place? You know, <laughs> let's say I grab that opportunity outside, and, and then what? You know, I get I, I get to have this money, and then what will I do with it? It's the same thing, you know. So uh, what I've learned is, if you have money, never invest in a business if you're not equipped yet. So mm-hmm. I was thinking like it, it's actually best that since in Ilo Ilo City there wasn't anything like Storm yet, you know, mm-hmm. with, with its curriculum, with its like 
the size of the gym and, and, and that. So I, I kept on going back with like the vision in my head, like it's happening in front of me. And now there's like kind of a form of distraction, siguro yung ano, yeah, right? It's kind of a, oh, a test. offer. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If I should like pursue mm-hmm. or like maybe be defocused. So, you know, just to make the long story short, I stayed. And mm-hmm. after that, after a year or two, two or three more offers or were sent to me. Mm-hmm. And then it was like very, very, you know, the feeling that Tempting. I like, really, really <laughs> Right. And what, what made you stay in Iloilo? I mean, you could exactly. be in somewhere else. Right. It's the thing that you see when you, you know, after class and you get to see the students, they form this kind of strong relationship with each other in class and not just with the results, but they're very happy. And then the reason why they go to the gym and do what they do is not because of the fitness part anymore, but it's because mm-hmm. of the relationship and it's because of the self-esteem that they've actually developed along the way and mm-hmm. the way they present themselves to the world. And then you get to see all of that. It's like no money can actually buy that. It makes, it makes, mm-hmm. it makes my heart very f- fulfilled, you know? And so I was thinking like, you know, if this would happen to them, this could happen to anyone, right? Because yeah. what I've learned is basically the, the root of all problem is actually self-esteem, the lack of self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And when you have, uh, a lack of self-esteem usually what what you do is you silence yourself or mm-hmm. you doubt yourself it's because of that so what mm-hmm. i've learned in relationships and in business mm-hmm. mostly the cause of all problem is high, silence and so, hesitation. so you see your students from not so good self-esteem and then through fitness they were able to build it something like that yes basically mm-hmm. so them trying to like when they started and then they have this mindset, but I'm like, at the beginning, I never expected I could do this or finish this or, yeah. you know, <laughs> look in a certain way. This kind of, At least in some form or shape, there's there's like an improvement in, in their self-esteem. And, and that's what matters, actually, small, small progress along the way. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can attest to that because I never really <laughs> imagined myself doing workouts before. And not even, I mean, all the more CrossFit, it's so difficult. So... Yeah, with actually the time that I enrolled in your class it really opened my eyes or I realized that ah, although, you know, you're not that young anymore, but with yeah. uh, the guidance of a really good coach, you can be assured nga hindi ka ma-injured, that you can reach your fitness goals, man. Yeah. And as a business side coach, have you had parang lowest low nga time on the business side? Have you ever had that? Super, yes, of course. Actually, many, many, many times. But mm-hmm. yung pinaka lowest ko, I think, was like I was financially in debt because mm-hmm. I organized an international event, a mm-hmm. really big event, the biggest event I've organized so far. It was held at the uh, Lilo Convention Center. So can you imagine the expenses there? It was really, really high. It's really, really big. Um, and it was a mistake on my part because I interested somebody to mm-hmm. play the role and you know achieve your responsibilities yeah. and that did not happen <laughs> and then uh, after the event i was financially deficit Dream. yeah super, deficit. Super, super duper yeah. and like mm-hmm. six digits you know oh wow so, six digits to, to be exact mm-hmm. it's actually 240k i was like after the event i never posted anything because mm-hmm. i was so stressed and very depressed yeah because I had like mm. two months deadline to 
you know, pay that amount, you know. Hmm. How did you yeah. cope with that challenge? And I'm sure na overcome na na ba? Yep, yep, very much. It was a make for me. So that's the reason why, like, when I overcome, what happened was, like, everything went well. And I was able to start different businesses and this and that. But mm. it, was, it was very difficult in my part during that time because nobody was actually helping me. Like, literally nobody in mm-hmm. terms of, like, strategizing how to and this and that. So what I did mm-hmm. was, like, I tried to go somewhere and then plan and this and that and then go back yeah. on my strength, which is sales. So I tried selling. <laughs> I tried selling stuffs in yeah. um, in every challenge. Man, we always believe that may aragid solution. Somehow, yeah, you have to go through the whole ordeal, no. But at the end of the day, as entrepreneurs, ang aton kung kis ako mahal nagid sang aton nga experience, no. I mean, ang experience gali ka costly because sometimes we lose a lot of money also. But ang learning experience dera. Medyo very valuable. Uh, tuition fee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tuition fee. Oo. Ang mga tuition fee for mga short courses of failures. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. And then after that, it, everything was just going up and up and up. It was like a, a good thing that that happened. Mm. Like, it was one of the greatest adversities that I was able to you know, overcome. Over- uh-huh. it, literally, like I was crying. Literally, I was <laughs> literally. Mm. I can only imagine you crying. Don't you can imagine? <laughs> yeah, but that's understandable. As in, so yeah, from the lowest low, naton. What can you consider as your biggest win? Sa amuning business so far. If I know a lot of wins, na siguro, but just one. Nga do proud kagud nga ano nga share. When. Yes, moment. Uh, when I was able to close a deal with uh, the Philippine National Police, so mm-hmm. PNP, Region 6, Mm-mm. and I was able to work with two generals and wow. to carry the, the name of Storm and then have these police officers wear the brand here. Uh-uh. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, uh-huh. right. And up to now, they, they're still uh, under the program of Storm. All of those who are actually joining of those in the in the service nga naga crossfit that's why it's probably they're probably part no some program yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so, good yeah it was it was like one of my highlights siguro um, yeah very notable din ako nako i i was actually wondering that time when i saw your kung ano man nagdin ko kana sang pnp to coach <laughs> yeah, that's right. good i know there are a lot probably there are some you know, fitness coaches also, or probably business people who are thinking of getting into this health and fitness um, business, probably patindog gym or, you know, right. coming up with programs. Do you have any advice to them, mm. like coming from your experiences? Mm. Well, yes, because I do believe my advice is very, very, very practical. And it's actually based on on my own personal experience. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it could also help, depending on what you mentioned, like in the world. But if it's, if they're like, to siguro na advice, siguro I would say, if you have money, because money is a trap. I have one coach who's working in DTI, and he has a high position in DTI. And then I asked mm-hmm. him, and he told me something like, 95% of small business owners or startups, 90% of them, they close 
like after three to five years they close so it made me wonder why and then i kind of like look back on like how i started things so siguro my advice from yan, uh, for those who are like planning and starting number one is you have to learn a certain skill set not start a business if you have money number one never start a business ever right so you, <laughs> you invest your money siguro on like learning skill sets and improve your skill sets it depends on like what business or like what venture are you going to enter so if let's say be it's it's fitness you have to you know invest your money on that like maybe trainings more on trainings 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 seminars and you know try to put your ego at the side and then learn as much as you can mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. about coaching everything about nutrition everything about like understanding people you know and right because it's it's more like on building people and building a team number two would be be really really good and learn how to close a sale <laughs> different ways on how to close a sale because again mm-hmm. at the end of the day a gym is a business a business is a business so the only mm-hmm. way you can actually expand on a business is you know your capacity on how to close you know mm-hmm. how to close a deal how to close yeah. a presentation or like you know a service so those are the two crucial part in in terms of like having a business starting a business those to be good with yeah. people and then learning how to learn how to uh master you know i'm not a master though i'm i'm still a work in progress but yeah. learning how to close a deal you know is very very much important mm-hmm. so skills number one and yes skill set skill set yeah so does it work to your advantage kung gym owner ka and at the same time coach ka or fitness coach ka or is it okay man nga hindi ka fitness coach but you're a good like a savvy entrepreneur do you think can they also be successful in you know managing a box or a gym so honestly mamian for me until now i'm really 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 challenged with how i manage my time kasi as a business owner we have to leverage everything right mm-hmm. and and for me for example i have other businesses as well so i'm selling this this product my own personal mm-hmm. product which is in fitcharon you know a plant based yeah, i love fitcharon <laughs> <laughs> right and then i have this restaurant a small middle eastern joint so in my experience for like six years in business i've encountered like people stealing money from me and Mm-hmm. lying and this kind of stuff mm-hmm. so those kinds of issues it's because like i cannot be 100% there always so those are like some of the issues like if if you're on a business that's like services or goods there incidents mm-hmm. like you know you get to have your employees steal money from you yeah it's service business it's mm-hmm. a bit tasking in terms of managing human resource that i get that i Coach, so this is not a business related, but if do you have like a quick tip for people who are like parang struggling to get back to fitness? The day one is always the most difficult. Yep. So what do you usually tell them? Well, there's a reason why it's difficult for them at the beginning. It's because their current programming doesn't support that, right? <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah, it doesn't support. Number one, you don't have to wait for motivation. Because motivation is a, a trap. It's a trick. You only feel motivated when your brain is actually convinced 
that it's going to be mm-hmm. easy and it's, you're going to be fine. But once you're there, what the brain forgot was actually the environment, how overwhelming mm-hmm. it is, how uncomfortable it is. Because during the time when you were motivated, you don't get to have that kind of feeling, right? Like it's overwhelming or it's uncomfortable. That's why waking up early in the morning just to go to the gym, like, no, I would just rather stay in here. And then, you know, so Siguro, my advice for those who are like, uh, who wanted to start, they would really have to go to the reason why they would have to do it. Because like, for example, I have friends. Um, I have lots of friends who are like, they're into this bad lifestyle, right? But when I go out with them, I don't try and impose a certain belief system that this is how the way you should live, you know? I don't do that. I just uh-huh. like go there and just, just, just be normal, right? But if my friends would ask me like, okay, Nike, I, I wanted to start, but I'm having a hard time. Like, ko, right? So what I would usually mm-hmm. tell them, especially if, if they're like at my age and if they have a family, I would, I would, I would mm-hmm. tell them like the why, the most important why, why would you need to do it? Do it for your kids, bro. Yes. Do it for them, not for you. Because the important mm-hmm. is how young are your kids? You know, if they're like mm-hmm. 10 or like, don't you want to experience like they're at their 20s or 25 and then you get to still play with them and then, you know, be active with them, laugh with them, move with them, run with them, you know, have fun with them. Because most adults, if you try to look around, you know, they can't get to do that because at 50s or even 40s, you know, they're oh. already frail, you know, they, right. they don't have that energy to, to like feel and think, you know, because we think that psychology affects physiology physiology can also affect psychology right. so yeah. they have, right so you have that youthful energy yeah right at that certain age you get to reap the benefits of like you know mm-hmm. having that quality time with, with your, yes with the family with your kids with your loved ones that's so on point actually so there you go okay. don't wait for motivation go for the reason why you should start yes yeah, yeah. the reason why you should start. So yeah, right. for for me, wala na kung nagbalik CrossFit, but I'm really pushing myself. I do cardio and biking yeah. a lot. So, yes. coach, last question before we wrap up. Um, right. Yeah, if you were to start something, something new, maybe mm. a, diff- a hobby or something, what what would that be? Start something new. Oh, something new. Ah, maybe. <laughs> If in the business, uh, no, uh, no, love life. Not necessarily business. I'm uh, no, sorry. Love, love ano, life. Love life. I'm going to get started. I'm love life, coach. <laughs> okay. So that's a very good answer. Get started with maybe business. You have, you have three businesses already. So love life, na lang, coach. Yeah. All right. So, Coach Nike, thank you, Gid, for your time. I I really enjoyed the short conversation and yeah, good catch up with yeah. you. Okay, there you go. So, being in the fitness industry does not only entail money. No, I mean, if you want to get into the business, you don't really just rely on your capital or sa kwarta. What Coach Nike said that it's more important that you build on the skills, on your skills that's related to the business that you want to start and of course number one when you have a business your people are your asset so you have to take care of them make sure that they grow with you you teach them invest on them because they will definitely help your business grow so that's it for fitness is my business join me in 
the next episode next Wednesday. Thank you. Bye. Bye.